Welcome to the Fresh Take Podcast brought to you by Craig's Power Equipment, locally owned, family run right here in Colorado Springs, the corner of Wasatch and Vermaho. And on today's edition, I'm being joined by beat writer for the Gazette for the Denver Broncos, George Stoya. And George, uh, welcome to the show and a happy new year. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Justin. Uh, it's been it's been an interesting new year so far for the Broncos, huh? So it's uh, uh, lots of stuff going on. And obviously the coaching search well underway here. Yeah, before we get to the coaching search, uh, your quick synopsis of the uh, 2022 season for the Broncos. Uh, they ended up at 5-12. Uh, and 12, And most people thought they would be 12-5. Uh, and five. Yeah, no, definitely a, a disappointing season when you look at it. Obviously, uh, even going back to when they hired Nathaniel Hackett, I think a lot of people thought that was a good hire and that this was going to end up being a season that uh, he could he could help them get back to the playoffs. Obviously, they trade for Russell Wilson. He doesn't live up to expectations this year. So a lot of things go poorly this year for the Broncos. And, and uh, like you said, I mean, if you would have told me months ago that the Broncos would finish 5-12, and 12, I would have said you're crazy. I thought the floor for this team was maybe 8-9. Uh, you know, you just miss out on the playoffs. Maybe you finish third in the division. Uh, instead, I, I believe they finished last in the division. Uh, they finished five and twelve, nearly the worst record uh, in franchise history. They, they, with the win on Sunday, they avoided having the most losses in a season in franchise history. So, uh, you know, I, I think that it was obviously a disappointing year, especially when the the head coach is fired 15 games in. Uh, it's never a good thing. So, lots of things to to really uh, obviously improve uh, this off season. That starts with the head coaching search. It starts with Russell Wilson obviously getting better next season. I don't think uh, he'll have another season like this one. And I mean, I don't think it can get much worse than what it was this year. I know they showed some hope here at the, you know, at the end of the season with, with a couple of nice performances, but uh, I still think they have, have quite a bit of ways to go until they reach, you know, some of those goals that they, that they talked about some of those aspirations that, um, you know, they, they thought they might be achieving this year. Let's get to the per, uh, the coaching search. As the latest out of uh, Dove Valley is they the team has finished in person interviews with uh, their defensive coordinator uh, Ijiro Evero today. He did a, he did an yeah, excellent you know, job this season. Yeah, he he really did, and and I think he's he's a really good candidate, and, and that's why he you know he's also getting interviewed, I believe, by the Texans and the Colts in the next couple of weeks. He's up for those jobs. I, I don't know if he's been linked to any others just yet but uh, obviously when a season goes bad like the Broncos did uh, you wouldn't think that people on their coaching staff uh, would would be candidates for a head coaching job but that tells you just how well respected and how good of a job Jiro Evero did this season I mean the the Broncos defense was rarely the reason why they lost games this year Uh, and that's why there's a lot of players in the Broncos locker room currently kind of pushing for for Evero to maybe be the next head coach or get a head coaching job elsewhere. And, and a lot of players, you know, told me and told others in the locker room the past few days that uh, they think he'd make a great head coach. So I think that's why the Broncos are interviewing. Is, is he actually going to get the job? I, I doubt it. Uh, I, I think that, um, you know, they would like to keep him no matter who they hire. Uh, they'd like to keep him as the defensive coordinator. Now that'll somewhat depend on who they end up hiring. I mean, if they hire you know, a Dan Quinn or somebody like that, uh, him sticking around might um, might not happen. But if they hire, you know, a Jim Harbaugh, 
um, you know, who Evero has a very close relationship with, having coached with him in San Francisco, I could see Evero obviously sticking around and continuing to be the defensive coordinator. I, I don't think he's going to get a head coaching job this cycle. That's usually how it works is uh, one year you interview and the next year you actually get the job somewhere. So I don't think he'll get one, but he, he's definitely one to, to keep on your radar. I think that he will be a head coach soon. Uh, I think that it, it'll happen in the next you know, couple of years. Uh, and again, I, I think that he's one of those candidates on, on the Broncos list that, that uh, I don't think is going to get hired, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if they ended up going in that direction. The Broncos interviewed on Monday of this week Jim Harbaugh. What can we make of this whole Harbaugh situation? Uh, you know, one minute he's saying he's staying at Michigan, the next minute he's interviewing with the NFL, you know, teams for potential head coaching jobs. Uh, and and how much will the NCAA investigation impact uh, Jim Harbaugh's decision whether to stay at Michigan or maybe take one of these jobs with the Broncos or the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, I mean, this is the Jim, Jim Harbaugh circus, right? It seems like we've had this sort of discussion with him in, in the NFL for several, several years now uh, and him possibly returning. You know, I, I think that for the Broncos, Harbaugh's atop their list. Uh, I think he's right there as maybe 1A and Sean Payton's maybe 1B in terms of their candidates. And I think that they're extremely interested in him, and that's why he got the first interview, even though it was virtually, I, I think that that means something. And so uh, I think that he's a guy that they're obviously interested in, was very successful in his one stint in the NFL. The problem is, how committed is he? Does he really want to leave Michigan? He comes out with the statement a week ago, Thing that he enthusiastically expects to be at Michigan, but who knows, things can change is kind of what the statement was. Uh, and so it's kind of like, well, what do you really want to do, Jim? And, and uh, I'm sure that that was a topic of conversation yesterday when the owners met with him. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. In terms of the NCAA violations, I think that we're going to have to wait and see because if it's a scenario where uh, Jim Harbaugh is maybe suspended for you know some games or uh you know they get a bowl ban where they can't play in the postseason then i think that could push him obviously in a direction where he's not going to stay at michigan i don't think that's what's going to happen knowing the ncaa it'll probably be some sort of slap on the wrist in terms of you know uh, how he can recruit or how many players they can bring in how many scholarships they have which really isn't that big of a deal Uh, i I would assume that's what it's going to be i'm not an expert in that area but I do think it's something to watch because, again, like I said, if the NCAA does come down hard on him and the University of Michigan, maybe it does say, hey, okay, well, then I'm just going to go somewhere else. Again, though, I, I think that the problem with Harbaugh, while he, he's atop of you know, the Broncos list and I'm sure maybe a couple other teams' list in terms of head coaching candidates, uh, how committed is he really to coming or is this, a, is this just a, a leverage situation where he's trying to get more money out of the University of Michigan? The Jim Harbaugh situation is complicated but Sean Payton's may be even more complicated because he's still under contract with the New Orleans Saints the Broncos are going to have to compensate the Saints if they want to hire Sean Payton the first question I have to ask you George is do the Broncos have enough in the coffers to uh, bring Sean Payton in I think so. Um, you know, if they really wanted to make it happen, they could obviously give up this year's first-round pick that they got from San Francisco, which is actually from Miami in the, the Bradley Chubb trade. 
uh, they might have to give up maybe one other pick, maybe one other future pick. But essentially the way you look at it is, okay, you're, you're, you're basically saying we traded Bradley Chubb to get Sean Payton. And I think that most teams, and especially the Broncos, would do that trade 10 out of 10 times. Now, I don't think they want to give up that draft pick. Uh, they, they'd rather not have to do that. Maybe they can find another way to compensate the Saints. I don't know if you can trade uh, you know, a current player. Like Maybe you could trade them a Cortland Sutton, for example, or um, you know, name a defensive player other than Pat Sertan and that gets the job done. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, you could also, I, I know there's a scenario where you, you could just pay them money. I don't know if that's what the Saints really want from that deal. I think they'd rather have some draft capital uh, or, or maybe a young player. Um, so I think the Broncos could make it happen if, the, if they want to. The problem, and, and maybe this was your second question, is I don't think Sean Payton wants the Broncos job. I think he'll obviously interview. I think he has his, his sights set on maybe a different job, and I know that that's been speculated out there. I think he's going to wait and see what happens with the two L.A. jobs. I think that there – I know everybody says Brandon Staley is now safe because he made the playoffs. I don't know if that's necessarily true. If they go out and they lose to the Jaguars this weekend in the playoffs and, and maybe it's a, it's a bad-looking loss or whatever it is, don't be surprised if the Chargers move on from Staley, and that would obviously be a very attractive job. And then also – uh, what's Sean McVay going to do? Uh, you know, is he going to walk away from the Rams uh, into retirement or go do something else? We'll see. And I think that's another job that Sean Payton would be interested in. And I would also watch Arizona. I think Arizona, mm-hmm. with them letting Cliff Kingsbury go, as well as their GM, Steve, Ka- Steve Kime, uh, I think that's a scenario that fits Sean Payton really well. It's towards the West Coast, right? Uh, and also, again, with them letting go of their coach and GM, I think Sean Payton wants to go into a situation where he's going to have majority control as a coach and a GM, sort of like Bill Belichick does in New England. I think that that's the kind of situation he's looking for. Uh, And I'm not saying he wouldn't necessarily have a lot of control here in Denver, but it would be an interesting dynamic with him and George Payton, uh, obviously still being the GM. So I think that that, those are the three places that I'm kind of looking for for Sean. And I'm not ruling out the Broncos. You never know. And I think with Greg Pinner and this ownership group, uh, you can't rule anything out with any of these coaches. But I do think that Sean Payton might pass and wait and see what happens in, in L.A. And, and also Arizona. Yeah, I did see a story today. We're out in Vegas. The Arizona Cardinals are the favorite to land Sean Payton. The odds dropped from plus 250 down to 200 earlier today. So that might give you a hint on where things are, are, are heading with uh, Sean Payton. Now, the other candidates, the guy, if I had to you know, make a wager on being the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, it would be Dan Quinn, George. Yeah, I, I, I would also put the wager on, on Dan Quinn as well. I think that, and, and here's why. I think that they obviously want Jim Harbaugh. Uh, they want Sean Payton. I, again, like I said earlier, I think th- those guys are 1A and 1B atop their list. The problem is, is what I just mentioned. You don't know what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. Is he really going to commit to this, right? Is he really going to leave? Is this a leverage play? I don't think anyone knows right now. Sean Payton, he, it sounds like he may want to go somewhere else. So then you're, you're, you, you fall to your number three option, and I, I get it. Some people maybe aren't as excited about a Dan Quinn, but he does check a lot of boxes, right? He's been a head coach before. He was successful with the Falcons. Uh, he, he, he hired a really good offensive coordinator in Kyle Shanahan. A lot of people think he could do it again by hiring 
you know, a Brian Schottenheimer who's with him in Dallas right now was also Russell Wilson's offensive coordinator for a few years in Seattle when Russell was up for the MVP one year. So like he, he knows uh, Russell. Well, he knows George Payton really well, which would be a really good head coach GM relationship. Uh, They see eye to eye on a lot of things. They were very close during Dan Quinn's time in Miami and when, when George Payton was there as an executive. So I, I think that it fits a lot of what they're looking for. He's a guy that I think can come in and change the culture. He's going he's gonna to be a, a player's coach, but he's also going to be a disciplinarian. He's going to be a guy that's a little bit harder, I think, on these guys than maybe, say, a Nathaniel Hackett was. Uh, he's kind of that mix of, of Vic Fangio, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, with a better track record, right, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously being a head coach. So I think he fits a lot of the boxes. I think there's some other names out there, though, too, that I wouldn't count out just yet. Obviously, D'Amico Ryans, that's the guy that, honestly – if it wasn't a situation where they had three previous head, you know, first-time head coaches that all fizzled out, I would hire D'Amico Ryans tomorrow. I think he's going to be the home run hire of this coaching cycle, uh, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. He's done a phenomenal job there, 38 years old, considered one of the best young minds in football right now. Uh, I think he's going to end up somewhere like the Texans or uh, the Panthers or somewhere, and he's just going to do a great job. So, uh, I, I think he's interesting. Obviously, Raheem Morris is also another candidate. And there's some other candidates out there that, you know, maybe the Broncos don't interview that I think could land could land some really big jobs. Shane Steichen, offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator for the Eagles as well. Ben Johnson, that's a guy I also like too, offensive coordinator for the Lions. The job he's done in Detroit this year is, is, is really special. So uh, some really interesting first-time uh, head coach candidates out there that, I think the Broncos are probably going to have to pass on uh, just because they're looking for somebody like a Dan mm-hmm. Quinn that's done this before because it's going to be tough to sell the fan base on another first-time head coach. Do you think Brian Greasy uh, gets an interview for the for the job simply off of his work with Brock Purdy this past season out in San Francisco? You know, I, I think I saw – I think right before we get on here, there were some rumors out there about him being up for some, some, some candidates – uh, you know, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think that the list they have now might be the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if they'll add any more. You look at uh, each of the guys that they have interviewing, and every single one uh, has some sort of connection either to Russell Wilson, George Payton, or the Broncos, and uh, or, or they have some sort of previous head coaching experience. And so I think they like the list they have. I, I could see maybe a couple more names popping up. I wouldn't be shocked if Jonathan Gannon is one of them. Obviously, he interviewed for it last year and has continued to do a really good job uh, you know, w- with the Eagles. I think he's going to end up maybe getting the Texans job. Um, you know, I think Shane Steichen is another one. You could see maybe a Daryl Bevel, uh, who, who was also Russell Wilson's offensive coordinator. I think he could end up being the offensive coordinator if, say, Jim Harbaugh was hired. Uh, you know, he's the passing game quarter, coordinator in, in Miami right now. He's the offensive coordinator for Russell in Seattle for, for his first few years there. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know if Brian Greasy, that name hasn't popped up a ton, but I do know his name just popped up literally as we started recording this. So maybe maybe he does uh, uh, get an interview. But I, I don't think it's going to be more than, you know, maybe eight to ten candidates total. And, and honestly, again, I wouldn't be shocked if, if these are their six guys. Before we wrap up here, I have to ask you, how big of – and an influence will Russell Wilson have on the selection of the new head coach? Yeah, I think he. I think he'll have some, right? Like, I, I don't think he's he's obviously not going to be 
in the interviews. I, I think that they obviously ask for his input, especially on some of these guys that he knows well, right? Like they're they're gonna they're gonna ask him what he thought about playing for him, or you know, like a Dan Quinn for for instance. But um, you know, I think that they're also the Broncos know that uh, you know Russell Wilson is obviously the future of this franchise, but there's also a scenario where maybe they do cut him after next season if he performs poorly again, or, or maybe they do uh, move on from him in a couple years. I think that the, the number one part for this search is finding somebody that can be, uh, uh, you know, stable for, for years to come, can be somebody that can, can change the culture here and stick with the Broncos for, for a long time. I mean, you look at their last three coaches and even you could even say last four coaches with Gary Kubiak stepping away in 2016, they haven't had a coach, uh, you know, stick around for more than, you know, four years, really, since Mike Shanahan. Um, and you look at the last three, and you had Vance Joseph, you know, didn't last two years. Uh, Vic Fangio was fired after his third year, and obviously Hackett this last year didn't even make it a season. So they're looking for somebody that can come in here and, yeah, obviously help fix Russell Wilson, uh, if that's the term you want to use. But I, I think they're they're mostly looking for somebody that can come in here and not just fix Russell Wilson, but fix this organization and get back to, uh, you know, the, the winning ways that this that this place is used to. Emmanuel Sanders said that uh, complimented Russell on his game against the Chargers and, and saying that he hopes he picks up, you know, next season where he left off in week 18. The Russell Wilson we saw this past Sunday against the Chargers, is that the real Russell Wilson or, or was it the Russell Wilson we saw under Nathaniel Hackett's uh, leadership. Well, I, I think it's it's yet to be seen. Now, I will say I think that he's he is not the quarterback that we saw the majority of this season. I, I think that that was an anomaly. I think there was a lot of things going on with in terms of what they were trying to do. Uh, I think that you saw these last couple of weeks Justin Allen, the offensive coordinator, change some things up schematically, and they, they did some different things to help him. This is what I'll say about that too: is there's a lot of people out there saying Russell Wilson's washed. He can't play anymore. Washed quarterbacks don't make the throw that he made there at the end of the half to Jerry Judy, rolling out to his left and throwing 50 yards down the field on a dime to Jerry Judy. That, that is not a washed-up quarterback. Uh, there's only a, a select few uh, people in this world that can make that throw, and Russell Wilson is, is still one of them. So, uh, now, is he going to go out there and win the NFL MVP over the next few years? No. I don't even know if he'll make a Pro Bowl. But I do know that he is still a guy that can be a top 15, top 12, maybe even top 10 quarterback in this league. Uh, and if he can just get to top 15 in that category, this is a playoff football team. The way the defense is played, the offensive playmakers that they have, the way Jerry Judy really finished the season strong, he looked like finally that wide receiver that we've been waiting to see. I think that this is a, this is a group – that can win a lot of football games uh, if Russ is just a little bit better, right? Uh, and, I, again, I'm not saying he needs to go out there and be an MVP like he was um, or, or, or was in the conversation for, but if he can reach that Pro Bowl level or just below it, uh, I think that this, this is a group that can really win a lot of football games. So I think that that's what people are looking for next year. Is, is you don't need to be a world beater. Just win football games, play within the game, and I think that's what we saw these last two weeks, and I think that that's – kind of what can give you hope. I mean, uh, I put the stat out there the other day. His last four games, he threw eight of his 16 touchdown passes uh, this season. And I, I think that that kind of speaks to he was finally starting to find a little bit of a rhythm. 
They were changing some things that they were doing offensively. Uh, and again, I think that gives you a little bit of hope that if they can get the right coaching staff into here next year, uh, this, this could be a team that, that wins some football games with Russell Wilson at quarterback. Final question, this time for real. Who makes the playoffs <laughs> first, Coach Prime or the Broncos? Oh, that's a good one. I, I'd say the Broncos. I, I think, obviously, um, I, I'm a believer in Coach Prime. Uh, you know, Dion, I think, will do a really good job there in Colorado. But that's that's a big project, man, uh, going in there and, and, and taking over a program that, you know, had one win this last year uh, and how many guys he's bringing in. I, I get that, that you can turn a program around fairly quickly in the transfer portal. But I, I think the Pac-12 is actually going to be a really good conference. You talk about USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. They've all got guys coming back, Utah. Um, you know, they've all got, you know, really good teams next year. I think it's going to be tough. Whereas I could see the Broncos, you know, if they go out and hire Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton, I think this is a, this is a playoff team next year. Uh, and obviously, too, uh, you know, the college football playoff, I know it's expanding. I think that's in the next couple years. 2024. But, uh, yeah, 2024. You know, I could see the Broncos getting in next year. Obviously, 14 teams get in in the NFL. Right now, only three or four get in in, in, in college football, soon to be 12. So uh, I, I like the Broncos' odds a little bit better, though. You know, once that thing gets expanded 12, don't be shocked if Colorado sneaks in there in the next few years. George Stoya, the beat writer for the Denver Broncos for both the Denver Gazette and the Colorado Springs Gazette. George, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll uh, give you a ring once the uh, decision is made by the uh, Broncos ownership on their new head coach. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Justin. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thanks so much. The holidays are over, but the savings continue at Craig's Power Equipment, your local authorized outdoor power equipment dealer serving Colorado Springs. Right now, get 10% off all in stock snow equipment, lawn and garden equipment, backpack blowers, aerators, generators, and electrical products. Get 20% off all in stock BCS tractors and implements, and all in stock three-point tractor implements are selling at cost. All purchases serviced on sites, all warranties handled locally by now. Now, save now at Craig's Power Equipment, Wasatch, and Vermaho, Colorado Springs.